Hey, all you hot messes. This this is <laughs> truly a hot mess teacher express. Have you ever gotten the giggles before? Yeah. Well, I've had them for a while now. I'm so tired. <sighs> okay. And I know that you guys are too. And, that, and that's okay. We can all be tired hot messes aboard this hot mess teacher express. Let's go. Get your butts on this train because we're we're going. Today may be an eye-opening experience to the reality of the teacher psyche, or maybe some of you are trying to hide, and and some of you are very open about this, but today we're going to be talking about uh, teacher pet peeves. I, I saw a meme recently that said, I say pet peeve, but I mean intense rage trigger, and uh, it, it may be the hormones inside this pregnant body. Um, it, it could be that I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to blame it on, on my pregnancy, but I, I really, I really felt that it's not a pet peeve. It's an intense rage trigger. And, and listen, I understand that some people are very sensitive to the point that teachers are never to be annoyed. If we are annoyed by administration, we are negative and complaining. If we're annoyed by our colleagues, we aren't team players. Or if we're annoyed by our students, we're just jerks and we're automatically disqualified from working with children. And how dare you not have patience for children? But we're humans and, and, and humans get annoyed a lot. Spend 10 minutes at Target on a Saturday and you will see how fast adults get annoyed with other adults and, and with their children as well. Go anywhere and see that. So, so I'm here to tell you that, that we all have vices within our classroom that just really uh, grind those gears, nails on the chalkboard, and that's okay. We're allowed to have pet peeves. Little things that really might make us twitch throughout the day send us right over the edge. It's going to happen because I'm always standing on the edge of glory waiting to have a mental breakdown. So whether it's the pencil sharpener going off in the middle of directions or some kids smacking Cheeto dust off their fingers, there's, there's a lot of things that could make us go off our rockers on a casual Tuesday while teaching an algebraic equa equation to eighth graders who laugh at the word fart. I'm, I'm also here to be very honest in this conversation and say that it's not just other people. I'm probably really annoying to some of my coworkers and students and the people around me, okay? There are things that I do or say that, that, that annoy people. Or maybe I don't do and don't say, and I'm annoying. I, I get that, and I, I acknowledge it and welcome it. There is nothing wrong with not getting along with someone or not loving the way that someone acts without thinking. It's how you handle that annoyance. So please do it respectfully and kind. 
it's it's really not that hard to be. I don't know why people have such a hard time with being respectful or kind to other people, but you cannot like someone and still be respectful and kind. All right. Everyone emotionally prepared to be honest and 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 real and embrace the hot mess teachers that we are. Because choo-choo, here we go. Okay. The first thing that is a really huge pet peeve of mine is pencils. Okay. Pencils. This tool is essential in our classrooms. I don't think there's any way to not have these writing utensils, and there's no way of getting around it. Even if you are giving Chromebooks and iPads, those still bring their own annoyances. But it's crazy to me that no matter what type of pencil, mechanical, the, those stupid prize pencils, the invisible pencils, the lost pencils, the itty-bitty little pencils, even my precious Ticonderoga pencils. They all have their involved pet peeves. If it's a mechanical pencil, the kids are loudly clicking the lead all the way out, okay? And then putting it into their arm like they're giving themselves a shot and then breaking it into tiny little pieces. And then I hear, I ran out of lead. And then when I hand them a wooden pencil, they cannot understand how to use it or grip it. It's like I've given them a peasant tool from the 1600s, okay? There's so many pet peeves that come from wooden pencils too, okay? They're not getting away with anything today. When I find the plastic wrapping of those prize pencils, and they usually come out seasonally, like especially like Halloween, Christmas, you know, like winter pencils. They have the plastic wrapping around. Oh my goodness. When I find that plastic wrapping that is around those cheap pencils that should not be in a prize box, it's a prize for no one, okay? When I find those pencil like scrapings jammed into the pencil sharpener or scattered all over my floor, I could literally scream, okay, and start a fire with them. Or the kids that it suddenly dawns on them 10 minutes into an independent work time that they don't have a pencil. What have you been doing for 10 minutes? For the lost pencils, I don't care how many different techniques I set up in my classroom, okay? I did the pencil jail or take a number, leave a pencil or handing them out like Oprah with cars. It still makes me annoyed, okay? I'm getting really heated about pencils. This is a problem, okay? If someone invents a pencil that is permanently attached to a backpack or or on a metal ball chain to the desks, that's, wait, that's, <laughs> the bank did that. The bank does that, but I feel like that could work in a school. I'm just, TM, TM, I'm claiming it. I'm creating a desk with a ball chain pencil. Okay, it's my, my next huge pet peeve is when the kids line up at my desk like I'm a celebrity signing autographs. Okay, 
before you freak out and call me a horrible teacher. I understand that I need to give feedback, especially when we're when we're completing uh, like those writing projects or assignments that they have ten thousand questions, or if they are confused. Like I I understand that I need to be there to help them. I also understand there are ways teachers avoid this problem. Like again, like take a number. Like I am the person behind the deli counter at the grocery store. Okay, just slice in that cheese and and ham for for those for those people. Okay, but I'm but I'm not. Or maybe I'm like I'm holding scheduled conferences or I'm I'm walking around the room. I'm I'm being proactive and going to them. I'm setting up shop in their turf. But nothing worked. If I set up shop at someone else's desk, they would line up there. Like I'm freaking Beyonce. These students line up at my desk. And then while I'm working hard with one person, I'll, I'll admit, I get lost, okay? I get lost in that one person and, and I'm working really hard with them. The rest of them are in that line fooling around or wasting time in line just to say, I found a cheese it on the ground. You, you stood in line that whole time? To tell me that you found a Cheez-It on the ground. What? (sighs) Children. My next big pet peeve is one for, for a lot of people. And this one actually gets people really heated. I've, I've made a joke about this before and people have called me out. But listen, I don't know why this is so hard. But giving directions is the worst. Writing them out on the board, giving directions written clearly on paper, okay? Or discussing those directions clearly and calmly. And and somehow it does not stop them from asking, what are we doing? I'm just going to have a Zen moment. Okay, I understand. I understand that some students need their projects broken up or they have trouble listening to directions. And I differentiate those projects and things for them. But there are the other 10 to 18 students in my classroom that can absolutely 110,000% read and handle directions. Okay, but this, mm, the just the cherry on top of this pet peeve is when I would start to give directions for a project, it would require, you know, more than me saying two words. I am announcing this project. I, they see the project. I could not get more than two syllables into directions before. What are we doing? Or what do we do this? What if I can't, what, is a unicorn going to come? Like, no, no, I, I'm sorry, my liege, but you have not let me finish my sentence or even explain what we're doing. Where did the unicorn come up? There should absolutely be no questions at this time. Okay. I am a politician in the middle of a scandal that I'm taking no questions at this time. Okay. I guarantee that I will answer 
your question for you if you listen. Okay. My next pet peeve is uh, is about is about my coworkers. Okay, I'm gonna call them the king or queen teachers, and I feel like even if just hearing the title of this pet peeve, you you already have the face of someone in your brain. Okay, of that teacher that wears their crown loudly and proudly at your school. These king and queen teachers or or staff members of a school think that they are above everyone else, right? They walk into a staff meeting just ready to make everyone feel uncomfortable with their passive aggressiveness and their questions that have absolutely nothing to do with anyone else but themselves. They may think that they are above everyone else and treat aides, paraprofessionals, janitors, office staff, nurses, and other teachers as their peasants, okay? I have witnessed this too many times to count, and it truly makes my blood boil every time. One of my teacher besties at my school that I worked in was one of the greatest teachers who worked as a paraprofessional. If you're a paraprofessional, If you are a paraprofessional, thank you so much for what you are doing in our classrooms. You are absolutely amazing at what you're doing. And the amount of times that I would watch her walk down the hall and say good morning to the queen of our school, just to get absolutely ignored. It it was truly astounding. And when I had a paraprofessional in my room, they were a teacher as much as I was. That's the way that I, I viewed them. They were there fulfilling the accommodations to an IEP, and they were not there to make copies for me or, or be my secretary or grade or do anything other than assist the child or accommodate where, where they were supposed to, okay? If these same teachers were in Her Highness's classroom, they would be talked down to, demanded to do things like grade or run to the copier and make 10,000 copies for them or whatever Her Highness needed, okay? Possibly ignoring all the accommodations that that paraprofessional was there to fulfill. The same respect is also never given to the janitorial staff and office staff who are arguably the most powerful people in your school building. Fight me on it, okay? Actually, don't. I'm more of a lover, not a fighter, okay? So I, I, but I would, I would die on this hill. The amount of times that our school secretary would find me a sub miraculously. I don't know where she pulled these people out of, but miraculously. Or slip me supplies that I needed and totally forgot for our project. Or maybe she would warn me about something coming because she knows all. And maybe she did it just because I showed kindness and I treated her like a human. Or the janitorial staff would always help me first with a moving project or getting my light fixed or find a fan for me in those hot, like early, early summer days and those fall days. They would always find that extra piece of furniture because I recognized them as humans. And this, this might not be a pet peeve, it's more of a scream into the abyss for people to just be kind to each other. It's important to every school to have that many different personalities on staff. And, and there should be different personalities on staff. 
with different strengths and different temperaments, if every school was filled with the same staff from the same background, with the same sweater vests and same strengths and views, there, there might be <laughs> a lot less drama, but, but our students would not have any variety. And I wouldn't get a chance to grow and learn from different humans. This idea that you can only talk or be kind to the people that are like you or treat you like royalty, you think you are, this may be one of the reasons for the toxicity of some of these schools, okay? There, I said it. Get off your throne and be kind. My next, my next pet peeve is uh, this toxic positivity when I'm venting. My husband gets this a lot, poor guy. Okay. Sometimes there are things throughout the teaching day that I just need to go to someone and share and get it off my chest. Okay. It's nothing, nothing big, but I just need to say it. So whether it's an email from admin demanding paperwork at the end of the day or a kid that just will not stop that day, or maybe it's just how much I dislike a Wednesday with my back-to-back duties and a short prep, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I just need to vent to another teacher or staff member that understands it. Someone that just listens and totally understands where my frustration is coming from. So when I'm sharing my heart or, or let's be real, maybe sobbing or getting some words out in between the snot running out of my face, I do not need my colleagues to share something like, well, at least if you are starting a sentence with, well, at least, listen, and this person has snot coming out of every orifice of their face, okay? It diminishes the way that person is feeling. It's not at least to them. I also don't want to be hit with a catchphrase about how teaching is a calling or we are what this class needs, or if we don't know the reason yet why we're in this, why we're in this situation, or we always get it done because we are miracle workers every day or superheroes. No, no, I don't feel like a superhero or a miracle worker right now. I don't need to hear those phrases. You can go put them on a pillow to inspire someone else. But in my emotional space, I just need to vent. I just need someone to listen and pat me on the back and say, there, there, little fella. Or maybe I just need to pick my venting person better. Maybe I should just start screaming into an inspirational pillow instead. No, that might, that might work a little bit better. The next pet peeve that I have in the classroom are those attention seekers. There are always those one or two kids in every class that when you compliment or reward a student, they pipe up and say, I was doing that too. Or what about me? Or if I correct a student or remind my class of how to, I don't know, push in their chairs or carry their Chromebooks, these kids are always the first ones to pipe up. My Chromebook is charging. I don't have it. Like, like, honey, maybe it's maybe it's just not about you right now, okay? <laughs> I hear some of you saying, 
well, this kid is looking for some positive reinforcement from you. Those are not the kids I am talking about. In in my experience, the kids that actually need that positive, that positive reinforcement are usually the ones that never come out or draw attention to themselves. They they show that they need some positivity in other ways. And and I and I give it because believe it or not, I, I am a good teacher. Okay. My next pet peeve is my bat cave intruders. Some of you don't remember prep periods because they're taken up by the endless amount of classes that you have to sub for. Um, but during my prep periods during the school day or maybe before the school day started, I always, always, always had my lights off. Always. I loved my dark classroom. And sometimes I also locked my door. <gasps> what? You could do that? Yes. And I did it. I had so much stuff to do, or I just needed to not be bothered by voices that weren't my Crime Junkie podcast episode or stimulated by anything that wasn't the pile of essays that I really had to grade last week, okay? That was my way of setting my boundaries. Do people respect the boundaries? No. No, just just no. They would waltz right into my back cave of a classroom, turn on the lights. Yes, that's right. They would turn on the lights. And I was always there like a vampire, like... <laughs> Well, like, turn off the lights. No. And then they would always say something like, trying to hide in here. Why? Why? Yes, Janet, I, I am. But now you found me and you will bother me during my peaceful time. And it starts out about asking about one of my kids. Fine. Okay. 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 But then it proceeds to dilute to the conversation into something that they saw a parent post on Facebook and how it offended them. And all of a sudden, my peaceful, true crime listening essay grading sanctuary is ruined. And it's time to pick up my kids for music. (sighs) My last pet peeve for this episode is not about the kids or my colleagues. Because at the end of the day, we're all working toward the same goal. We're all on the same team. And I I think my biggest pet peeve has to do with the way that our education degrees, whatever level, or our various years of experiences are totally and utterly ignored and disregarded while we sit in trainings, endless amounts of professional development, and, and our field is regulated by people who have absolutely no clue how an actual classroom works. Classrooms that are filled with 15 to 50 students, maybe even more, who come from various backgrounds and homes, some with an intense amount of emotional or physical or mental needs, students that do not belong as a data point or are cookie-cutter predictable beings that are able to understand and complete things like their classmates. The idea that we are called nay trained to differentiate our teaching, but then not apply that same understanding and training to standardized test readings? Really? But you know who does understand that? You know how how to teach every single student in their classroom, no matter their level, and, and the intense amount of needs that they have? Teachers, yeah, it's crazy. Crazy to think 
that the actual trained professionals and experts in the field of education are teachers. You are the experts. That voice inside you is strong and worthy and beautiful and authoritative and use it. Maybe if we all start collectively shouting the truth of who the actual experts are and start supporting each other as experts, hot messes or not, maybe there can be a change. There's way more teachers than politicians. I'm just saying. Just saying. It's a fact. All right. What are your some of your crazy out-of-this-world pet peeves? And I would love to hear from you in all of our various channels that we have. We're on YouTube, TikTok, all of the podcasts. I'm like rambling at this point. Where else are we? Instagram, Facebook, into the space, metaverse, MySpace. Hit me up on MySpace. Okay. Bye, hot messes.